previously on Clash of the Titans. Violet, a distraction by Jeremy Freese. You have to write. Please just write. Please just write. This lady is not being helpful because she just keeps yelling at me. <laughs> I could, um, hint. I'm going to use a hint. I'm just going to type hint into the game. Okay. Now, here's the hint. So, I'm Violet. I'm your lovely and long-waiting girlfriend. You're in your office today because I'm going to move back to Australia if you do not write 1,000 words on your dissertation today. So, ultimately, what you need to do today is write. Right? Now, when the last time you tried to write, the problem was you kept being distracted by the internet. If you want a hint for how to proceed on that, type hint again. Yeah, hint again, <laughs> or just hint. Well, sorry. so locking the cable in the cabinet seems the right idea, uh, but now you also need to take care of the key. More hints available. Well, I already know that, so I'm not ruining anything for myself if I hit hint again. Uh, have you tried putting the key on top of the bookshelf? I have, friend. <laughs> and you had the right idea. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Okay, I'm going to put the book on the key. No. Uh. Anything, Hint again. Anything you can do to get the internet plugged in, like if if you are physically capable... Of getting that key and unlocking that cabinet and taking the cable out and plugging it back into the internet, you are gonna mm -hmm. do it. Okay. So we're okay. we'll move the stool back over. How about that? Okay. And we'll put the uh, key on top of the bookcase. Okay. Now I'm gonna stop yelling about okay. hints. Uh, I've noticed though, isn't that true? Um, if you read transcripts, that a player who tries to get the first hint. Um, like unlocks this thing in themselves, and they just go hint, hint, yeah, hint, yeah, hint yeah. Uh -huh, for the rest of the game. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm I'm better than other people. Yeah. Are you strong? I'm I'm built for tough, as they say. <laughs> and I'm going to I'm going to make it physically impossible for me to. Oh, can I throw the key out the window? No. I could try it if you want. Uh, um, yeah, let's see what we can do. Throw key out window. Well, I mean, so none of the, the graduate student offices in this building have windows that open. I think they're going to let you open a window. That's, that's what happened to me, yeah. <laughs> I was, you know, like, fire safety-wise, my office <laughs> was a death trap. Oh, no. Right. Um, if your yellow chair ever caught fire, you'd just be dead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I, I, my life would serve as a warning to others <laughs> about grad school. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, instead, we can't eat the key. No, I tried it. Um, <laughs> uh, you might I... be you might be able to get a different hint now that you're on the stool. Yeah, but we said we, I wasn't going to use hints. Oh, you don't have to, yeah. No, it's like breaking the peace seal. Once you do, you just mm -hmm. want to do it again and again. Oh, man, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to the, put the gum on the key. Intriguing. Um, well, the, it's a clever idea, Polywaffle, but uh, the gum <laughs> is not that sticky. You just peel it off again. And now you're distracted by Julia squealing, wait. It's your birthday, too? Why didn't you tell me earlier? Uh-oh. Something's going to happen out there, and we're going to miss it. I'm going to... Uh, okay, hint. Ford Tough. Well, so after you put... Shut the, up. After you, <laughs> so after you put the key on top of the bookcase, you're going to need to keep yourself from being able to reach it. Yeah. By eating the stool. <laughs> <laughs> eat eat stool uh that's that's confusing and not because it has two different meanings of stool <laughs> <laughs> nice
Okay, okay, okay. A break stool? Oh, why would you do that? I mean, I painted the stool so lovely for you, and you wouldn't be able to get anything on top of the bookcase anymore. You can get another stool. <laughs> it came out of a dumpster. Okay. See. Apparently, our relationship, uh, like, our relationship is more important than a stool, but less important than my ability to write. I don't know what's going on with you. Well, I don't think I, I can roll with you, Violet. I, okay, so, I, I mean, I have a bad feeling about this chunky rabbit. Uh, yeah, but Jeremy said I can't get it in an unwinnable state, so. If, well, so if you do, you might not be able to get anything out of the cabinet later, and I understand that that's desirable for the cable, but maybe you would need something else in there. It's almost like I'm trying to keep you from getting in an unwinnable state. You know so, what? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. But I, now you're distracted. I mean, this, now this startled grunt from historic Fister. I don't believe this is happening. Uh, yes, I'm. I'm quite sure. Here's the thing. I didn't realize that because this represents a lot of work that you put into making it impossible to get into an unwinnable state. So that is rad. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Um, all right. So we're going to, if there's something else we need to put in the cabinet, then we will have to worry about that later. And there might be something else in the cabinet. I, what else is there in the cabinet? Look in the cabinet. Inside the cabinet, there's a blue Ethernet cable and an empty plastic bottle. Oh, I remember the bottle. Okay, take the bottle. Okay, it's yours, Banana Squizzle. You're looking out the window right. again. The zombies and the pirates, they stop and they point toward the sky in the west. <sighs> All right, I'm going to uh, uh, um, uh, uh, get on the stool... Put the key on top of the, the... Oh, wait, no, I have to lock the thing first. Do all that stuff that I need you to You lock do. the cabinet. Right. You get on the stool. And you put the key on the cabinet. Incidentally, uh, you are... Uh, no, you put the key... The key on top of the... Or the bookcase. You were doing bookcase. it right. You were doing it right. I yeah. typed something wrong. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, it's all done, Toaster Strudel. You are distracted by Historic Fister making noises that might be best characterized as mewling. Good job, Historic Fister. Fister. <laughs> Fister. Uh, Fister. And Historic Fister, indeed. Uh, we will then break the thing, the stool. Oh. Gently, but irreparably, you break the stool. Oh, you know, I mean, I know it was practically broken already, but I love that stool. I realize you're desperate because you don't want me to leave. You can do this. I'm cheering for you. Yeah. And I have weird voices in my head telling me this. <laughs> so <laughs> you don't really need a nice girlfriend except to make you all these cool things. You just need the idea of a nice girl. <laughs> and then you can get stuff done. So, okay. Now we need to get this pen. Um, Jenny, you said you don't remember the pen. I think maybe we might have to throw something at it. Um, throw the gum at the pen. Throw at never works. Sometimes it works. It works if it's implemented. Well, it's, okay, but it's hard to throw something that's so light. You do try several times. If you throw it too softly, it's got too much arc and it hits the ceiling. And if you throw it hard, you've got, you've got bad control and you miss by a foot or more. Uh, incidentally, you look over to the book and you're fidgeting because you know you already have more than enough ideas for a first draft. But you should just put the book out of your mind. I actually hadn't thought about the book until you brought it up. We totally should have put it on the bookcase. But we can't put this in an unwinnable state. No. Oh. Whatever. 
Now I'm mad. Okay. Uh, now I'm not mad anymore. It'll be throw okay, the book, Toaster Strudel. Throw the book <laughs> at the pen. Uh, why did you pick up the book again? It's like, you know you need to avoid distractions, but then you keep putting yourself in positions where you have trouble resisting them. So I guess the book's a bit unwieldy, and also, frankly, you're not the best at throwing. So you try several times, but each time the book just flutters open and it either hits the bottom of the sprinkler or the ceiling. You know, it's too bad you don't have a bow and arrow because maybe, maybe then all those summer visits you made to your spooky bow hunting uncle would pay off. Hmm. Remember spooky bow hunting uncle. Oh. You've done enough reminiscing today. I had a thought. Think away, Jenny. Okay. Remember when we examined the balloon that the thing was in and it said it was made of weapons-grade slingshot material? Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So we need uh, uh, the rest of a slingshot. Um, we need to tie it to something. Yeah, it is just a piece uh, of. It is just a piece of rubber. You could just pull it back like a rubber band. Pull rubber. Pull rubber. I don't know what that's. Uh, well, when you stretch the square, you could read the message I've written on it, and you could also appreciate the quality of the rubber that I used. Um, but you're distracted by Julia saying, <coughs> "Sorry." I'm just going to do that one over again. Uh, you're distracted by Julia saying, wait, if today is the 24th and you're 24, that makes this your golden birthday. Well, then. And you know what you get for your golden birthday? Mm, Jenny? I'm not going to say it because this is a PG... Are we PG or PG-13 on this podcast? I think we're PG-13. I think we kind of have to be PG-13 with all the crime we're, we do. That's true. <laughs> yeah. You missed it, Jeremy. We were doing lots of crimes. Oh, we did such crimes. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can only imagine the crime sprees you've been on. Um, so the rubber, we, uh, the rubber has a little pouch, if you remember. Oh. The pouch. I did okay. not remember, but that I bet we could put something in that pouch and use it like a slingshot. So what do we want to use the chip? The chip seems like it'd be too light. It does. Um and the gum is too light. And the key is impossible to retrieve. It's like you need something and like a rock. Like a rock. Do we have a rock? No, there really hasn't been a rock. Um, but like a little thing that's maybe gotten hard because it's been there so long. So like the uh, the, the 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 chewing gum. Well, the chewing gum's a little bit too light. We already tried the gum. But I can't think of anything that's hard because it's been there so long. Well, well remember remember the thing, Jenny. There are like ninety <laughs> things in this room. <laughs> we found it. It had been here for a fortnight. Um. A, a fortnight. Oh, okay. The tater tot. The tater tot. And I'm going to put it in the pouch. It's a potato gem in this game, but we're doing the same thing. It understands either. Okay. Uh, well, as strong and stretchy as the rubber is, you basically have a slingshot now with something in the pouch. You could shoot something. If I'm going to patent this, I should think about whether this unanticipated functionality exposes me to any legal risks. I am going to shoot the tot at the pen. Oh, you're a really good shot. The tater tot misses by less than half an inch and hits the wall where it shatters. I think you've got the right idea, though. One more shot and I bet you'll hit it. You're looking out the window again. Holy bother. I'm not looking out the window. <laughs> I'm clearly engaged in shooting a tot at a pen. Somebody... Don't you want to see the, what the zombies and pirates are doing? Oh, wait, there's something interesting out the window. <laughs> well, it? somebody built a whole dirigible for this. Like, the outside of it looks like it's covered in aluminum foil, so it's good. It just missed the power lines as it ascends into the park. Can I just say I miss living in Madison? I know, me too. I, I shoot the thing at the thing. <laughs> you can't just shoot the thing at the thing. I'm being driven... <laughs> To distraction. <laughs> to craziness. I didn't realize this game was going to make you insane. This it's it's you know, it's the kind of thing where 
Um, there's a free, there's a, uh, an analogy with frequencies that would probably work very well, but I can't put it into words right now. But like, this is so close to an experience that is exactly like my own, but different in all the ways that just infuriate oh, me. So you're in like an uncanny valley of narrow, uh, Ludo narrative dissonance. Exactly. Wow. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> what do I win? You win. <laughs> A, a medal that says Ludo Narrative Dissonance on it, oh. and you get to wear it until the next time someone says Ludo Narrative Dissonance. Oh, then it's already gone. I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were just slightly off, but now you might be properly calibrated if there was something else. Something else. Do, do I need to shoot something else, or do I need yeah, to maybe shoot if the top? Well, the tot shattered. The tot shattered. Oh, okay. Shoot something else. A. Uh, I'll try the gum again. Uh, well, so you put the piece of uh, two bob slobber bubble gum into the pouch, but it's not quite dense enough to work. It flies in this looping arc and hits the ceiling several inches from the sprinkler without much velocity. Hmm. And now you're looking back over at the book again. Come on, Laura. Oh. You've, had, you've had the book for two weeks. It's only today when you really have to write that you start feeling like you need to read it. I, I, there's a lighter. I'm going to shoot the lighter at the sprinkler. I mean, at, so the, at the pen, at the pen, at the pen. Let's get the uh, lighter. Uh, it's uh, yours, Crunchy. It's hard for me to be enthusiastic about lighters as a woman who owns her own blowtorch. But you're distracted now by historic fisters shrieking attempts to summon a deity. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> uh, Shubby Yuggerath. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna shoot the lighter at the. Didn't I? Did I just do that? Well, you put it in the pouch. Oh, yeah. uh, the lighter put is a bit too long to fit in the pouch. Turn it, turn it 90 degrees. No, that doesn't work. (laughs) Okay. I, I've got to, uh, there's another thing in the room. Mm -hmm. There's another thing in the room. I have. Should we look? Look, please. Uh, you should bear in mind that. Meanwhile, uh, I'm using the walk-in closet of our apartment as my studio. Because uh, you've got this great big desk in front of a window, resplendent yellow chair, cabinet in one corner, absurdly large cactus, uh, and a large bookcase on the back wall with a sadly broken stool. Uh, on your desk, you've got my compu- or your computer, my itinerary, cleverly framed picture, and a pile you can't even contemplate. Uh, a miraculously intricate origami trophy is on top of the cabinet, and on the floor is a piece of two-bob slobber bubblegum, a book in a wastebasket. And you have got to get over Julia's perfume. I'm being indulgent with you here. Um, I am... I am... I want to... Um, what, what am I carrying? You're carrying a lighter, an empty plastic bottle a deftly crafted snow globe, a small chip, the platypod, and a rubber square. I'm going to try the chip. I'm going to try flinging the chip. Fling the chip. Okay, well, you put it in the pouch, and now you're looking out the window again. The zombies and the pirates have regained their composure, and they're lurching and marauding, respectively, toward the landed aircraft. And the hatch at the bottom opens, and there's strange green smoke billowing out. What is But you... You shoot the pen with the chip. Uh, the chip isn't really good shape for it because it just flies in an odd arc and misses several feet to the right. Jenny, solve puzzle. Well, um... I I'm think... sorry, Jenny, comma, solve puzzle. <laughs> I think that what we want here is the snow globe. No! Yeah... Okay. Make it so. Well, so we put snow globe in pouch, but that's going to be too big. Too big to fit in the pouch. You are distracted by historic Fister saying excitedly, Okay, now you're a princess and I'm a ninja. 
Hmm. Yeah. I'm going to break the snow globe. Ugh, okay. You break the snow globe against the pipe, and you pick up the figurine and the base, the latter of which you realize now was just a coaster that I took from the kitchen. You leave the broken glass on the floor. I can make another slow go- snow globe easy enough. The figurine is intact, and that's the part that took more than two days. Well, well. <laughs> I'm going to put the figurine into the pouch. Well, done. I'm not sure I like this. Uh, you look up to the ceiling and think, well, Colin wouldn't have forgot his bag. You say Colin would never be without a pen. Please, Blueberry Tea Cake, this is not a helpful line of thinking. Um, Colin. Colin sounds great. Let's be Colin. Be <laughs> Colin. <laughs> I wouldn't want you to be Colin. I love you just the way you are. Aww. Okay, shoot figurine at pen. Shoot pen. The Saskatoon Strangler sails through the air and hits the pen head first, knocking it loose. The pen falls to the floor. The figurine careens ahead to the wall (laughs) and it shatters. I spent 37 hours straight working on that figurine. I'm not sure what you're expecting me to say. Hooray? Do you remember when I handed you the itinerary last night? Your response. So I have tomorrow. What do I need to do? Please, I told you. I don't want another promise. I will write tomorrow. I will write every day until this is done. But you won't. You'll have reasons. You'll have excuses. Maybe more lies. I can't believe you've been lying. Violet, I will write a thousand words tomorrow. I will bring the pages to you as proof. I will do this every day. And then I covered my my face with my hands because otherwise I wouldn't have been able to say it. You won't. I know you believe you will, but you won't actually do it. Of course I will, Violet. I have to. And yet, you won't. That's how we're stuck. I can't keep waiting and pretending. Every day? Budgie, you won't even do it tomorrow. I will. 1,000 words. Nothing will stop me. I need for you to write today. I wish you could just sit and type. I realize you can't. And of course, it hurts to watch you destroy things I spent making for you. But do whatever you must. I don't want to leave you. I'm going to... This is, this, this is a, this, take the pen. Yours, plucky wombat. (laughs) Indeed. I'm going to read the pages in the notebook like I was supposed to do an hour ago. (laughs) Well, the first page with writing has a sentence ending in the word gaps. And then you cross that out and you've rewritten lacuna. Instead, hey. and then you, cross, then you cross that out and you tried interstices and you cross no, that out no. in favor of interstitial lacunae. But then that has several lines through it and a little drawing of me saying, quit being pretentious. You look yeah. over, you glance over at the book again and you even find yourself saying out loud, but I'll keep wondering if I'm missing something if I don't read it. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, destroy book. Uh, you're just trying to break random things as a way of procrastinating. False. Um. I agree. I, yeah. I, I, I've, I've destroyed books before. I feel no. Well, how would you destroy a book? You know, how could you destroy you, a book? It's I not like you're going to tear it in half. Tear book in half. Type that ah, in. That's the tear book. Tear book in half with manly heft. You know, I'm sorry if I'm being obtuse my little Wonka bar, but I really just don't get how you're going to do that. Rip book. Eat pages. <laughs> I just, I don't... I oh, okay, okay. It's going to work. Bu- bu- so bu- now bu- you're, bu- now bu- you're bu- distracted. Bu- I know, but you're no, distracted. No, 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 I'm not distracted. I'm not distracted. <laughs> Historic Fister, he's making this noise. It doesn't sound very much like a ninja, unless there's, unless ninjas yodel in a way that I don't know about. <laughs> they do. Okay. Of course right. you wouldn't know about it. They're ninjas. <laughs> okay. Get the lighter. We get the lighter. Put book in trash can. Put book in wastebasket? Well, I call it a trash can. I get it. Uh, if you don't understand trash can as wastebasket, 
then I'm afraid I have to stop playing this game. <laughs> We're all good. We're all good. Uh, <laughs> so you put the book in the wastebasket. Now you're looking out the window again, and these two aliens step through the hatch. They've got green skin and giant foreheads, and eight other aliens jump out of the bushes and start attacking the pirates and the zombies with these silver sticks that have chartreuse coils wrapped around them. Ooh. That sounds awesome. This serves only to infuriate me further. <laughs> Burn book. This dangerous a- action would achieve little. <laughs> well, gee, budgie. I mean, far be it for me to be the moral conscience when fire is involved, but that's a library book. There's bound to be a hefty oh. fine, and it, it seems a little insane, but if you really want to, we can. I just think it shouldn't be a rash decision. Hold on. This is crazy. I, Ryan, the real human, don't have a problem with burning a book that I own. But I do have a problem with burning a library book because that belongs to someone else. It is a library now, book. in this game, I have to take on the role of a person who is about to burn a library book. You are complicit. Would you like to burn the library book? I burned that book. Oh, yes! I was secretly hoping that you would. Because you, you <laughs> light the book on fire and it burns magnificently. Uh, yay! You know, that was epic to watch and now we don't have to deal with you being tempted to read anymore. So the coughing and the light, smoke damage, they're well worth it. I'll even go halvesies on the library find. As for the sprinkler, nothing. Not one drop. Don't even pretend to be surprised by that. It's not like the university gives graduate students offices in a death trap or anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this Beautiful. is fun. Let's see. Um, okay, we got the... Oh, I'm going to read the second page, I think. Read page? Yeah. Well, so that page has two drawings of your advisor. And on the left, she looks enthusiastic. And on the right, she looks worried and disappointed. The speech bubble on the left says, Think big! I've never had a student with so much potential. And the balloon on the right says, The best dissertation is a done dissertation. Your advisor is nutty anyway. I'm still angry about the time that she made you cat sit. Wow. I don't like this advisor. I... I'm going to get around to burning this notebook, but I'm going to read another page. On the top half of the page are a few beginnings of sentences, all crossed out. On the bottom, you've written lazy, 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 lazy. Wallaroo, you're not lazy. Oh, but I am. And from this laziness, I will build. I'm going to uh, write in the notebook. Well, uh, you know, the notebook is good for working out particular sentences, but ultimately, you know you need to do the real writing on your computer. And now you're distracted by historic Fister making these contented little yelping sounds. I would think that all I have to do with historic Fister is just wait. Because you can't go forever, right? But this is a computer game. You're also totally ignoring something that you've had for like an hour and a half. I I believe it. Jenny, what do I have that I've been ignoring? Your birthday present? Oh, the the thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm going to don the platypod pod. So the platypod fits nicely in your ears and against your forehead. It's switched off. Scrunch forehead. My voice. Look! It even lets you record a startup message. Here's how the platypod works. You cycle through the different playlists by raising your left or right eyebrow. If you nod, you skip to the next track. Jiggle your head clockwise to turn the volume up and jiggle it anti-clockwise to turn it down. The platypod turns on. A mechanical Aussie voice announces, now playing MC Dingo, straight out of Down Under. You groan because you're like every other parochial American who refuses to give Australian hip-hop a proper chance. Nod. The volume is low. (laughs) You can still sometimes hear Julia and Historic Fister across the hall. Nod. 
MC Dingo contends that you're not a real gangsta unless you come from a country originally founded as a gangsta colony. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, um, uh, rotate my head the way I'm supposed to to make it louder. Clockwise. You move your head in cute little clockwise circles. The volume is now so loud that you can't hear Julia and Historic Fister at all. Okay. Now I am going to be distracted continually by this dang Australian rapper. But I suppose that's a step up. <laughs> um, okay, I still need to worry about the perfume, but that should have been canceled out by burning a book. Let's sit down and try to write again. Right. You try again. Within a few seconds, you start wondering what the fear of writing is called. Scribophobia? Graphophobia? You go to look it up online, but you can't. You itch to check your email. You can't. And so, you start thinking about Chapter 3 again. Woo-woo! The train of ideas is finally pulling into Keyboard Station. I can see the first sentence now. But the music is so loud that it spoils your concentration and everything derails. Ugh. It's like uh. trying to write while sitting next to the amps at a hip-hop concert. I didn't think I could possibly hate Julia any worse than after the time that she posted my cell phone number on those marsupial fetish listservs. You cannot let her win. All right. All right. Um, we're going to change the playlist somehow by moving my face in ways that <laughs> I, Ryan, am not physically capable of moving my face. Raise your left eyebrow. That Let's one. See. Yeah. Oh, I can't do it either. A mechanical... I can raise both simultaneously. Yeah, that's easy. A mechanical Aussie voice announces... Now playing Warren Tim Harried greatest hits. Hooray! Our favorite. You know, I'm going to be so favorite. Our favorite. <laughs> I'm going to be I'm going to be so angry if you're hiding a story about Julia doing some kind of Pavlovian sort of conditioning experiments on you with the perfume when the two of you dated. Footnote. Footnote. I'm always even, super scared of these footnotes. Don't even don't even try to act like that conditioning experiment is implausible. Julia is so twisted. Right? Julia is the woman who once asked if she could put on an album of recorded 911 calls while the two of you were intimate. And <laughs> you continued dating her afterwards. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I can believe it. <laughs> we're going to um, try writing again. I don't know if this music is too much. Well, so the, the volume on the platypod is too loud for you to concentrate. Not to be morbid, but it's too bad you aren't a bit hard of hearing. Then the platypod could block out some of the remaining noise without being too loud. Hmm. What if I put the gum in my ear? We remove the platypod? Sure. Automatically turns off? That's, that's nice. Yeah, I want one. Ick, you know, and yet it's maybe ingenious, but the gum's all dried, so it's not going to stick in your ears like that. You're looking out the window again, and these zombies and pirates and aliens, they're all now in the park, mock fighting. But no dinosaurs have shown up yet. Not yet. I feel like that's the next one. I'm going to chew the gum. Oh, you know... When I made it try it before, you said that it sort of tasted like American bubble gum, only if somebody added soy sauce and pieces of pickled meat and a bit of blood. But now, <laughs> you add to all that a strong mildew taste. Yuck. You, know, you gag and you spit the gum back out. Well, now I'm going to put it in my ear. You, Again. You are marvelous. The gum, it, the gum, it doesn't block out all the sound, but some. So you can still hear Julia and Historic Fister when they're being especially loud. Um, and then I turn the volume down by turning my head anti-clockwise. Well, you put on the platypod, which right, right, right. fits nicely. It's switched off. You probably switch it on. I do that. Scrunch your brow. Uh, and it turns on. Uh, Warren is, is kicking bother on his accordion again. The volume's on low. It's even lower with the gum in your ears. 
You can still sometimes faintly hear Julia and historic Fister across the hall. Um, You're distracted by some especially loud cooing. Especially loud cooing. Cooing. <laughs> Coo! Uh, the, the thing is... Um, oh, do I need to put something in my other ear? No, but you might need to put, turn up the volume. Oh, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn up the volume. Ooh, you know, you move your head in these adorable little clockwise circles, and the volume is still not that loud, given the gum in your ears, but you can no longer hear Julia and Historic Fister at all. Yay! Take that, Julia. Take that, Historic Fister. <laughs> um, I, I like that uh, the circles I'm turning my head in are described as adorable. adorable. Because that means two simultaneous things. One, that this woman thinks it's adorable when I turn my head a certain way. <laughs> Two, that I have this fantasy version of this woman who thinks it's adorable when I turn my head a certain way. Isn't that what everybody wants from their significant other? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hope someday I'll meet a woman who... Uh, if you just walk around turning your head in circles in public long enough, you'll find one. You'll you know what? One. That's great advice. Thank you. You should write a column. <laughs> I should have an advice podcast. Yes. Yes. Jenny, what what do I do? <laughs> That's the title. Oh. Jenny, what what do I do? Yeah, I like or it. J-W-W... What? J... J... Yeah. J-W-D-I-D? Yeah. Well, there's two yeah. what's. J-Quadruple-U-D-I-D. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we, I, am going to write now. Puzzle you try again. solved. Perhaps the greatest theoretical challenge for extant. And then you look toward the door and inhale deeply. I know that look. Mm. Lust. The perfume. You know, I agree that Julia has some great perfume, but really, is it so much that you can't even construct a coherent sentence? Ugh. I, I think it's wishful to imagine that I would actually be so sanguine about this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, then the thing I have to do is... Oh, no. I was thinking about it wrong. You don't have to stuff up the door. You have to stuff up my nose with something that we have. I'm thinking a used tissue. Uh, There's no used tissue. Um, help me out. What is in the room? Um, well, there was that uh, cleverly framed picture. Hmm. Oh, no. At... Oh, no. <laughs> okay. I am going to bust that picture with extreme prejudice. Break picture. The frame. The frame. Or break the frame. Uh, Warren Tim Harry, by the way, is playing Please Don't, My Grandma Gave Me That from his album Runt with an Accordion which he recorded <laughs> when he was 14 years old. <laughs> you try to break the frame gently. I fuse the binder clip well, however, so you end up having to pull and twist to get it apart and then when you do, the front and back each break into several places so it's now on the desk along with the binder clip and photograph are just these piti pitiful little plastic shards. Obviously, I won't be able to repair it. Unbelievable. Un-be-bothering-believable. <laughs> remember, do, you, do you remember that night on the swings shortly after we started dating? I was emphatic that we had to end this before we got serious. But Violet, you said, I'm already serious. Coming to Wisconsin was supposed to be a great adventure. I didn't know it was so cold. I thought Madison was bigger. I miss my family. My friends were all leaving when they finished their MFAs. Mine is already done. We only have a future if I stay. And if I stay, I would just be waiting. Right? We had that conversation the day after you turned 28. Right? Because I was determined to break up with you, and I thought only a miscreant would dump somebody on their birthday. But you convinced me to stay. You said you would be done in a year, a year and a half at most, and instead it's two years now. Two years. 
And this is what you need to do because you just can't sit the bother down and write. I know you're not doing this to hurt me. And I'm going to go back to being your upbeat Aussie girlfriend. But honestly, what am I supposed to think here? How am I supposed to feel? Well, I'm not the guy who designed the puzzle. <laughs> I'm going to clamp my nose with the clamp. I'm supposed to feel bad, but I can't because I'm a man with a mission. You've put the binder clip on your nose. I sure have. Now I'm going to write that paper. You try again, but then you start doing air accordion to Warren Tim Harried. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure how easy it's going to be for you to be able to write while the most compelling musician of all time is playing. <laughs> okay, um, I'm going to raise my left eyebrow intrigued by what I detect is a hint. <laughs> a mechanical Oz voice announced, now playing Primrose Meanwell. She's the friend from uni that I was telling you about. Absolutely the shyest person. And then last week I get an email announcing she's recorded an album. Well, I bet it's, it's got a beat and I can write to it. So right. You know, Primrose's singing doesn't distract you at all. Hmm? At uni... She told me she liked wearing clothes the same color as the dining hall wall, so she was maximally inconspicuous. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, however, within a few minutes, you're distracted by that scene out your window. One of the aliens is using his oh. silver stick to vanquish this pirate that I'm pretty sure works at our Starbucks. The <laughs> alien tries to step forward, but something appears to be holding his left foot in place. I, I, I have to... This is, this is harder than destroying all of my gifts from my imaginary girlfriend because now I have to cut myself off from the the coolest thing college crazy kids going around hitting each other larping um <laughs> I have to I have to solve the puzzle of the blinds and I have to I have to pull the cord pull cord you pull the cord again and nothing happens. I think you're going to have to get on your desk and look at the blind to figure out what's wrong. Now you're I looking will do out that. the You're looking out the window again, and the alien is sinking into his ground. And the zombie surgeon is trying to save him. There are holes that are opening up in several other places in the park. Uh, well, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to get on the um, desk. You climb onto your desk. Be careful, little berry smush. <laughs> I'm going to look at the blinds. Oh, you can see what's wrong with the blind now. The little whatever is stuck. Footnote. This is easy. You can just fix it. <laughs> Footnote. So actual me knows precisely what the whatever is called. I used the correct term when I explained the working of your blinds to you at length on that napkin down at Winky Dog. Right. Imaginary me is just using whatever because you don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to fix it. You squint at the whatever for a while. And you fiddle and you squint and you fiddle and you're still stuck. And I think that I said when you could easily fix it, what I really meant was that if I were there, I could easily fix it. <laughs> but you squint and fiddle and snap, you did it. Or wait, maybe you broke it. Well, looking... Closer, you've, you've definitely broken it, but perhaps, perhaps you've also already fixed it. I can't, I can't tell. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get down on the floor. Okay, you do, Wallaroo. I'm gonna look out the window one last time. Wait, there are brown things that are emerging from the holes. Mole people! The the alien is free now and is standing back applauding. <laughs> <sighs> Pull the cord. You pull the cord and the blind lowers halfway and then it stops. Primrose is singing about how she likes to write in her journal. <laughs> Man, I, I like Primrose. Yeah, if this were say, Harvest Moon, you would date Primrose. I would date Primrose. I was I was going to say that like this sounds like the kind of music that I would listen to to work, which is like Enya. Mm, there you go. And if... If if uh, 
Enya were in Harvest Moon, I would date Enya. Oh. But um, I absolutely would date Enya. Right. In Harvest Moon or not. I tend to uh, put on the VVVVVV soundtrack. Oh, I bet that's good. Yeah, it's great. When you have to write every sentence 90 times before yes, you can get yes, all the yes. way through. I have to write it perfectly. <laughs> um, I'm going to uh, <laughs> pull on the blinds. Well, that just raises the blind. No! <laughs> you can't see me. This is too bad. Because Would you like to pull am, it again? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I am really getting into this and the gesticulations and the way that I'm using space are just, oh. We should have made this a video because then we could have had Jeremy's jazz hands. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, those, those jazz hands were in the text, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, good, good. Um, I... Uh, while we're off the subject, I want to say that uh, the speedrun version of this game starts out with you immediately breaking all of your gifts from your girlfriend. <laughs> but uh, let's see. I think actually you use a glitch where you just warp into Julia's office. That's true. If you hit the wall at the right point. Yeah. And then you can kill Julia, finally. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to pull the blind again. You pull the cord and the blind lowers halfway again. That's all the lower it's going now that you've broken the whatever. Ugh. Okay. Oh, oh, I just have to put something else in front. Oh my gosh. I have to unfold the origami thing. (laughs) Unfold trophy. You take the trophy I made for you and methodically unfold it. I can't decide whether to be exasperated or to be moved by how you're so careful not to tear it. You're now holding a crumply sign about a meter square. I was so excited to give you that trophy. I know I said to do whatever you must, but it still hurts to watch what that must is taking from us. Ultimately, yes, I understand. But then again, I'm just speaking as your imaginary rendition of me. Actual Mm -hmm. me was already fed up enough to buy a plane ticket. I'm not sure how you expect to explain this. <laughs> this game is fantastic. <laughs> yep. Um, the, the thing is, I feel the least bad about this because it's origami and you can refold it. The creases are already there. So um, I'm going to put sign in window. You put the sign on the sill. The sign and the blind together now block the view out your window entirely. It is pitch black and I can't see a thing. <laughs> I'm gonna sit down and write. And this time I've got it. You are ready, but when you take the cap off the pen, purple gunk sprays out it all over your clothes. Ah! Marty, I don't know how he rigged that. I, I also don't know why men conclude that the, the best way of expressing anguish over me is by some display of mechanical cleverness. Do you remember when Colin made that 50-foot aluminum peacock? But I knew I should have been Colin. The, the pen itself actually works. Of course, your clothes are ruined. And worse, you're starting to itch. Uh-oh. Um, remove clothes. You place, place your clothes neatly next to the cactus. So now, you're standing in your office naked with a red binder clip on your nose and what looks like a furry three-legged space creature on your head. You're ready to write now. I can feel it. (laughs) Okay, write the paper. The dissertation. It's so important. (laughs) You write two more sentences. I can tell you're feeling more confident. I knew you could do this. You conclude the first paragraph with an especially provocative participle. And then you hit enter and you realize you have to pee. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This must be an anxiety thing. You are killing me. (laughs) Well, we have been in here for like 12 hours at this point. Well, the joke is on you, friend, because I remember this one. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm going to pee in the bottle. You do. 
Obviously, I do. Obviously, I didn't watch. I'm disgusted, <laughs> but I am proud of your perseverance. <laughs> okay. So, uh, examine bottle. Oh, please don't make me provide a description of your pee. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Um, This is uh, now one of my top two IF games with big containers full of pee in them. Wow, what's the first one? You don't know? Uh, I'm not going to reveal it because I'm cruel. Oh, is it a spoiler? Um, yes, it's a spoiler. Are um, you just saying that because you don't want to tell me? Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's <laughs> integral to the plot. Uh, we're, uh, I guess the the thing full of pee in this game is a spoiler, so that's not fair of me to say. Right. I'm sorry. You should be. <sighs> okay. Apologies. So now accepted. I can write? You write a second paragraph. And then a third. You're past a thousand words within a few hours. You decide you want to finish the entire section. You do. It's not your best prose, but that isn't the point. Julia and the zombies have long gone when you finish, which you're thankful for when you need to run naked out to the car. You rehearse what you want to tell me all the way home. And instead, there's a note on the door. Gone. Sorry. Ah! Violet. You had to have known I was going to leave you anyway. All of the clues were there. I, um... Surprise! I wrote the thing. Surprise! 30 people! 30 people jump out and shout when you open the door. Good thing you were covering your bottle with the pages you wrote. One hour and three drinks later, you're not even that embarrassed. And I pull you into the kitchen and I kiss you. You did say that you wanted something twisted for your birthday. Violet, I was thinking more along the lines of you in peculiar lingerie. (laughs) I spent spent most of today hyperventilating, thinking that it was too cruel. I figured out some important things today. So at worst, it was an extremely instructive cruel. I'll still understand if you're angry. Violet... You're the one who's going to be angry. I have to tell you something about the snow globe and the origami trophy. And I put my hand on your chest to stop you. I have a confession that supersedes yours. Of course, you're bewildered. But I explain, when I was hiding your birthday present, I rigged a camera up there. Not to spy or or not to spy like that. But I needed to know when you were coming home for the party. And I thought it was just going to be you and the computer. I didn't know you were going to end up naked and peeing in a soda bottle. (laughs) What? But I spent the entire day imagining that you were watching me. Maybe it only worked because you actually were. Watching you break everything was maddening, I tell you. (laughs) But I'm still here. I understand even, sort of. Uh, So long as you understand that you're only getting store-bought presents from me for a while. (laughs) And now we've reached the hard part. I'm committed to this, Budgie, but I don't know what we're going to do with you. No, Violet. What are we going to do with you? My turn is done. It's the only fair thing. You have been so miserable. You'll be happier this way. Violet, I'm already happier. Today made it so clear. This is not what I am meant to be doing with my life. I know. I've spent six years in graduate school. I should be crying right now. Instead, I feel wonderful. I love you so much. Me too, Wallaroo. Three weeks later, we're holding hands in the super economy section of a flight to Australia. My brother is lending me money to open a curiosity shop. He's found you a job at a comic book shop until you decide what's next. I know it's not precisely plan A, but we're happy and unstuck. So this is winning. What now? I understand if you want to quit, so the so-called glow of victory is upon us. But you Uh can undo, restart, restore, or as a bonus, view some of the so-called amusing things you might have missed. Um, 
Well, but that's the end. Is... <laughs> I didn't know how to do the end. It's like asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Um, that was great. Thank you very much. Oh yeah, no worries. Yeah, that was Jeez. awesome. Um. Uh, well, that, that's it. I, uh, uh, Jenny, we have a question of podcast uh, order, oh. a point of podcast order. Do we? Where? Yes. Are we going to hit amusing, or do we leave that for the listeners? Oh. Hmm. Well, how about this? Okay. How about? Because I want to know the amusing. How yeah. about we hear the amusing, and then if you decide that we should leave that for the listeners, you can edit it out. Okay. Uh, I type in amusing with my hand. <laughs> okay. Amusing. Well, uh, apparently, a tradition in these games is that a victorious player is allowed to view a list of humorous things they may have missed on the path to triumph. While I remain nonplussed that a stranger has turned one of the more emotionally complicated days of my life into a text adventure, <laughs> I have resolved to be a sport about it. Forthwith, then let me review some of the possibly overlooked highlights of our neuroses. About, credits, and copyright were also written by actual me. On the computer, you can open browser, open email, open chat. Various other commands are implemented uh, and have their own responses. Quit, buy something, sing, score, secrets, topics, time, sorry, normal, short, verbose, think about something, remember, cry, wave, and your traditional magic word, zizzy. Uh, after you shake the globe, you can examine it for successive turns. You can also examine the figurine. Some things you may have missed examining, me, Julia, liquid, gunk, the thread, gum, the zombie, the pirates, the ceiling, the walls, and the floors. The notebook has several pages to read. The lenticular cover changes. Uh, some of the ways to achieve less happy endings are to burn pile, open door, <laughs> move stool to corner, stand on stool, make <laughs> love to Julia, examine books too many times, or carry the book too many turns, throw the <laughs> wastebasket at the pen. There's much miscellany. Some of the miscellany were look under desk, swallow gum, uh, delete browser, burn coaster, or burn the platypod, or burn the cactus, put the square in the pouch, open the vent, ask Violet about something, put key in pile, rip the cable, do anything to the, to the jack, put things in one's nose, kick something, climb bookcase, take Violet or slide key under door. Uh, as uh, bonus Easter eggs, uh, Warren Egg presents all the Warren Tim Harried tracks. Julia Egg presents all the main events across the hall. And Pet Name Egg greets you with one of my pet names. Uh, I'm debuting a new line of stainless steel numbats at the shop, and so I won't keep prattling. Uh, Julia has, or my husband, has sworn off the internet and so can't type this himself. But he wanted me to tell you hello and that... Even though he's sometimes wistful about not finishing his PhD, it was plainly for the best. Epilogically yours, Violet. Aww. Now what? Aww. Now what, Chutney? Should we undo, restart, restore, or quit? I, I, that, that's it. Okay. Quit, can, I do my, quit. can I do my zizzy message and then quit? Yeah, 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 yeah. That time on the sixth floor of the library... Violet, that was, that was magical? How did you do that? <laughs> Any sufficiently awesome girlfriend is indistinguishable from magic. Oh, that's adorable. Yep. Mm, there you go. Uh, this, this is the best. <laughs> yep. So, um. <laughs> oh, fun. Uh, I haven't looked at this in years. It was fun to go back through it. Yeah. Um, One thing we missed um, is that you can turn the heteronormativity off. Yeah, that's from the about. Yeah, which is anytime I'm playing this game is the first thing I do. Uh, so the game understands heteronormativity off as a command. And what, what does that entail exactly? Uh, it doesn't change any of the violet messages, but it turns you into a woman. Oh, okay. 
Nice. You, it changes. It changes how you can pee at the end. <laughs> I think then you do have to pee in the wastebasket, or you can't pee on the cactus. It's that's yeah. Where, that's the key puzzle difference. Oh, that's why I didn't remember peeing into the bottle. That makes sense. Um, you can't. You can't pee into the wastebasket. It's clearly a net mesh basket. Well, does it? Isn't the book still in it, burning? Aren't there like Ooh, flames? That's how you put out the nice. <laughs> I think we're right up against the <laughs> PG-13 rating. <laughs> Don't bother. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, thank you, Jeremy, for... Oh, t- thank you. Thank you. Uh, and uh, thanks to the listeners for listening. Hey, I, had thanks, to, I had to work that in. That's the thing that we put at the end of all the episodes. Oh, good, good. Yeah. So you responded correctly. Um, uh... Jenny, I think you should write a game about time travel. I, I know, I know, I know you do, Ryan. Remember in the future when I gave you that idea? Yes. Yeah. And it was brilliant. <laughs> and then I wrote it, and you enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. <laughs>